What I want to talk about today is another using another side of the brain and connecting motivation and fun to classroom management. So this talk will be less on the side of managing students and more on the side of getting students on board. First of all, I want to talk about the seriousness in today's classroom. Students are put into a classroom and they're told to sit in straight rows and follow directions for a good six to eight hours, sometimes longer. And after a while, students start to have a reaction, fight, flight, or freeze. And sometimes we, we notice that they're tired and agitated and upset. And one of the things that I've noticed is that teachers who are able to create motivation and fun and a sense of play in the classroom, not all the time, but within certain um, lessons, have students who really want to come to class. They're less likely to act out. They're less likely to get into conflicts with the teacher, sometimes with their peers. And I want to talk about this because this essential sense of fun, creativity, the joy of discovery of learning is somewhat downplayed in today's classroom. And I say, let's bring it back. So I like to start out by saying, let it begin with me. Uh, for each of you, start to think about your own life. Where are you balanced in terms of bringing fun and motivation into your life and creativity? And where are you on the heavy side? Now, I can say for myself, to be honest, it's hard for me to balance and have fun and bring the creativity. I'm a very naturally creative person, but with all the seriousness and the work that has to be done between planning for graduate work, for my students, and making sure that my coordination duties are done, answering emails and so on, making sure that the household and my health get taken care of. Sometimes fun takes a back burner in creativity. And this happens in the classroom as well. And some of the, the ways that I think that we have to look at it are if we're in a job and we are in a boring job or a repetitive job or we have to sit in meetings all day, we can choose as adults to get up, have a cup of coffee, say we need to go to the bathroom and text a friend or at least doodle in a, a journal. We can daydream a little bit. But if our students take a break without our permission, we sometimes take it personal and we get offended. And, and instead, let's build in some fun and motivation into the classroom to cut down on classroom management issues and bring in uh, a sense of lightness and bring the students in. So something I want to share, I guess, about my own experiences when I was a new teacher, I would have a lot of games going on. This is before video games. And sometimes within the games, I would notice when you try something experimental, you have to pull back the reins sometimes. Students would get into a healthy competition and then it would suddenly be unhealthy. So when we manage our classroom and we have fun activities, sometimes we really have to be a little bit at, uh, at, at the front end, tell the students 
you know, this is going to be fun, but these are the limits we're going to set. And sometimes it doesn't happen that you know the limits until you've experienced it. So the more we can predict, the better. So how else do we bring in fun into the classroom and bring in a lightness and a sense of being? So when you think about the environment, the placement of the classroom, students are sitting at uncomfortable desks in straight rows for hours at a time. And in the elementary school, sometimes it's a table. Still, it's a straight table. Students are usually assigned seating. Sometimes they get to move around because of group activities. But it's still the same kind of seating over and over again. So we want to think about opening the room and bringing in a sense of students being able to see one another and face one another. So I think of the circle, and I think of the circle as a way for students to connect one, to one another and to see one another. And within the circle, there can be some fun activities, something as simple as an affirmation, asking a student to affirm themselves or affirm somebody else can be a fun activity or think of a memory back to something they did with a family member or in the summer. So sometimes that's the beginning of triggering a different kind of thinking or memory. And as far as fun goes, we, we don't have to always entertain the class but we can look at things through a new light, through a sense of humor, through a sense of enjoyment. And there's nothing wrong with telling a little story about yourself or telling a little story to lead into an activity at, at school or to use some hands-on material to get students engaged. So when we think about Day after day, doing the same routine, we want to make sure that we insert some creativity and some time for critical thinking and divergent thinking in the classroom. So one of the ways that I like to do this is through student choice. And I've learned through experience that even with graduate school, limited choice is better than open the door wide and let everything in choice because limited choice gives students a structure. Do you want to do project A or do you want to do project B? That's a limited choice. Do you want to have a discussion now or a discussion later? So I would have the students maybe come to a consensus or an individual student. You might want to approach the individual student and say, would you like to have a choice of getting this reward, getting that reward, doing this project or doing that project. This particularly works with students who feel that they need to have some control. And I would make sure that the menu of choice is really clear for students because, again, I've made this mistake. So I say everything is let it begin with me before I start looking to bring fun into the classroom and liveliness into the classroom. I have to look at my own life and see if there's fun and balance in my own life. So as a teacher, what are you doing to bring a little bit of fun and balance into your life? It doesn't have to be anything major, major. It just has to be every single week, 
make sure that you insert some kind of activity in your personal life, no matter how busy it is, to take time out for fun, creativity, daydreaming, only if it's a few minutes, only if it's an hour or so. If it means getting in the car and wandering aimlessly around the neighborhood to see where your mind takes you, if it means buying yourself a little something that you normally wouldn't buy, that could be it. If it means going out on a a little hike with your friends, that could be it. Something fun, something to take your mind off the work. So I also say if you want to be good at something, do something else. So for example, if your students are trying to push, 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 push through for test prep and you're pushing them and pushing them, switch it up. Let them do something else and let them use another modality. Perhaps do something with their hands. I notice that when I taught high school and I had a class called jewelry design, that the boys, even the boys, liked to get get their hands on a little needle and do some beading or knit or crochet. Everybody wants to do something with their hands, even some students who feel a little scared of it or they feel uncomfortable with it. It switches up the modality and it helps students change their mindset so that when they go back to their work, they're more relaxed and they're more apt to be uh, less of a perfectionist and they're more apt to be engaged. So when students are engaged and they're having fun, fun, they're less likely to get into trouble or they're less likely to pick fights with one another. Of course, everything uh, requires supervision. Even when you're having a fun activity, there's supervision involved. There's pointing out the rules and you know making sure that the students follow them. But it's important to make sure that learning and discovery are inserted into every single week in the classroom. And one last thing I want to talk about is how many times a week do we make sure that our students are engaged and are checking in? We want to make sure we do this not once a week. We want to make sure that we do it at least two, three, if not more times a week to find out how they're reacting to the work, not just how they're reacting through a test, through, through testing, but asking them how they feel about the work and whether they feel they're making progress. By students talking through their own progress, it gives them ownership and it gives them a chance to evaluate their own work and their own behavior. So that's really important. So thank you for listening and have a good day.